Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Brian Kamnitsky in for Salee today. And Brian, I have uh, yet another door update for you. Mm. Okay, I went and uh, made a little pit stop during the, the break there. You actually don't even need to touch it. You just need to get close to it, and it will go off. <gasps> no. Yes, you can kind of hover over the pad. And I thought that was true, but before I said it, I wanted to it's like you're test u- it. It's like you're using the force. <laughs> These aren't. <laughs> this isn't the door you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, just get near it, and it will. The circle oh, will start so to gonna turn. Pretend, <laughs> I am so going to pretend I just like... And it just opens. A lot of door talk here on the Travis Lee show today. A lot of door talk. So here's why you want the sunny side Uh, up there. Ah, no. Okay. Over medium. No, no definitely not that's medium. The worst that's choice. the worst no, edge. That's the worst edge. Why not just medium. go hard boiled at that <laughs> no, point, no, you no, moron? No. Over easy, over medium. Just you need some of that yolk to kind of. You come want out. the yolk to run, right? But I don't. And dipping a properly toasted Toast. piece of bread in that runny yolk—that's one of the life's is, great pleasures. It is. But here's the thing: like, you are we talking about? That's really an egg topping, like egg on a burger, egg on a, sure. in a burrito, egg sure. in some, and like. But if you're eating the egg by itself, yeah, no. But no, then but you're, you're not eating egg eggs without toast. We're not animals. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you run out of bread. Well, yeah. but well then per- you go to the store <laughs> and get bread. And come back. But like, a, but right? you can almost. Shoe? It, what, nah. what if I'm gluten intolerant? <laughs> then that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? But <laughs> there's a place called. There's a lot of places doing this with it on on on. There's there there are a couple of them around. The one I go to is near my kid's school. Uh, it's called Egg Tuck. Okay. They do a oh, bunch yeah, of different things. Uh huh. I think you and I. I think you and I. You guys should carpool. <laughs> we yeah, really yeah, should. Get the bus together. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I was not expecting yeah. to be like, oh yeah, I totally go to that taco truck. <laughs> they really do have the best pastor. Really but it is amazing. It is amazing. And so, but like they they do the so, like the super duper soft scramble. Sure. Which is almost like the custard. Like I, so, like you, I can you get a similar, a but you could also eat it by itself. Okay. And you can make it into a sandwich in ways that are way better than a fried egg. Sandwich. But a fried egg sandwich or a sunny, it, it, the the you want the mess, you want the yolk. You oh, want and you it get that the, the, the egg white like on the top, just all gooey. Oh, you got it. You know what? I'm I don't like the mess. I don't oh, want to just bite into really something and have it go all the way eggs. down my shirt. But you you can avoid that. If I mean, time. Put up a poll. How do you like your eggs? Surely there's something in between, <laughs> yeah. like, I, it goes down my shirt Running and, down and right, scrambled it. eggs. All right, very quickly, and then we're going to move on if you guys are all wrong about this. When you're getting a breakfast burrito, you want the runny yolk in the burrito, yes? No. Scrambled. Oh, my God. Scrambled. With all the toppings. Scram- Again, all I don't want to bite in sure. and have it burst at me. <laughs> what is, how, much, how tight are you wrapping your burritos? <laughs> it's okay, not a it's grenade. A well, it's a well-done <laughs> burrito. If, if you can do it correctly... But then I also don't love the I don't love the the, the leftover egg white. I think exactly. a scramble works That's better. Gooey, yeah. You are more likely to get a better experience with a scramble. But if you overcook, so if you medium. overcook a scrambled egg, it's that's rubber. bad. It's really All bad. Right, Colin, like eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. How do you take your eggs, and why is Travis wrong? <laughs> Look, it won't be the first time, easy, but I'm not wrong about this. You can get a hundred to one the other way. I'm not changing my position. All right. Caleb Williams, we talked about this, and what was it, two weeks ago? Uh, two weeks ago, and then we also talked with Clinton maybe like a month or so ago. Yeah. Caleb Williams, depending on which part of the internet you look at, makes between 2 and $5 million a year in NIL money. 
I'm okay. going with the five. Yeah, I, I think it's look. He's got a Wendy's commercial. He's got a, a water the campaign. Heisman commercial. He's got the Heisman House for Nissan. He he's got not just if, commercials. When we talk Sanders is, is Jaden Sanders is two and a half something like that and so yeah the, look the money's out there right. and the, the the right guys are getting it so Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams is if if, if Shader abs- Sanders is, is two absolutely. and a half then look he's got a Wendy's commercial right. that's not just your local burger it's a Wendy's national commercial by the way Wendy's is really close to that egg tuck so you can do both <laughs> he's yeah. got Nissan he has a major automobile manufacturer that's like, using it look, Sliwa's got Subaru I mean, <laughs> yeah, not nationally I'm, he doesn't I'm not, Caleb Williams I'm not impressed so he's got money he's also almost certainly knocking on wood going to be the number one pick in the draft if he continues to play the way Mm -hmm. that he has he got a Heisman trophy in his back pocket and he's off to a great start this year Emily he was talking to was it GQ GQ. yeah and said this and I think you're starting to see the seeds of what we talked about which is hey just because you pick me number one overall doesn't mean I have to come play football for your squad all right so this is Caleb Williams talking he says I've always been able to choose the team that I played on and then everything's been scheduled for me but now going into this next part of my career it's weird because it's so uncertain you don't know anything you can't control anything but you but you you can't control anything but you and how you act that's honestly the weirdest part for me it's all the uncertainty so his father carl williams also went on to say in gq the funky thing about the nfl draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first the system is completely backwards the way the system is constructed you go to the worst possible situation the worst possible team the worst organization in the league because of their desire for parity gets the first pick so it's the gift and the curse so what caleb williams and his father carl are getting at is We've always had the ability to choose where we go, and we still have the ability to a degree mm-hmm. to choose where we go because Caleb Williams has another year of college football eligibility. The money's coming in. This is not a we got to pay the rent, we got to make sure that we take care of this. He's making millions of dollars as a college football player. And if the Cardinals or the Browns or whatever one of these, the Texans, these terrible organizations that are at the top of the draft, he can say, you know what, I'm good. I'm I'm not going to do it. I don't have to do it. And you know the most damning quote I think is this next one coming up, and again this is from Carl Williams, Caleb's dad. He says, "I mean, I've talked to Archie Manning. His career was shot because he went to a horrible organization. I've talked to Lincoln Riley and Kyler Murray uh, struggled because of where they were drafted. Baker Mayfield struggled mainly because of where he was drafted. The organizations matter. He's got two shots at the apple. So if there's not a good situation, the truth is he can come back to school." I think this is awesome because it puts pressure on these awful franchises to actually do something to improve themselves. Like there is a real penalty now for these teams. Like, and it's this isn't about Caleb Williams like steering himself to one or two or three teams that are always drafting twenty third and somehow making it so I will only play for the Patriots or only play for the Rams or only play, uh, you know, whatever it might be, but. You can avoid the three or four train wreck franchises. And it's particularly important when you're the quarterback. Because if you if you get out there and we're long past the era where like you get drafted first and you sit for a couple of years, whatever, mm-hmm. you are with whatever group that they can put in, on the field in front of you. And I don't you're Caleb Williams, I don't care how good you are. You get put behind a terrible offensive line for three years, you are done as a quarterback. You will not be the same guy. It doesn't matter where you go on your second team or your third team. You cannot be rehabilitated because either your body won't be what it was before or your mind as like you just there are too many guys who we've seen get chewed up by bad organizations with bad offensive lines and they just don't you don't have to do it anymore. Well, this may not be a perfect because who, who knows how it would have worked out otherwise. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be really good. He, mm-hmm. you, you talk about those those organizations that can never get out of their own way. The New York Jets are one of those teams. Mm-hmm. He goes there, and it's a disaster. His second bite at it is at Carolina, which also Bad was in the middle of chaos. It wasn't working at all. I'm not – I think he's we'll, – we'll see what Brock Purdy looks like, but there's a world that exists where him in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, with a functioning organization that proves what we're talking about, that get me to a spot that knows what they're doing – and he can pick that spot before he goes to the NFL. Or at the very least, the avoid money. disaster. Like you can't, you can't 
limit it to two or three teams. Like even I don't it, like he doesn't have twenty years of eligibility left. Right. He's got two, and that's not how this works anyway. And I and but, that, he, but Brian, what he does have is the ability. And look, let's say that. The team that's most likely going to be the worst team this year is the Arizona Cardinals. They might be the gold standard for ineptitude. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not going there. He can play the college thing. He can go back to SC and say, look, I need you guys to come up with more of this. I need to make them my, myself whole and the family whole. Let's find, instead of doing five, let's find a way to get to eight. Let's find a way to get to nine and make even more money. So when that season ends, say the Cardinals are still the worst team or the Houston Texans are still the worst team, to say, guys, I've made $15 million in college. I'm not coming to your team ever. Don't pick me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play for you. And it, it's a it, before like with with uh, Eli Manning, that was a bluff. That like okay, you can push your way out, you know, because you're sort of a Manning. Like you know, if Eli Archie doesn't play, Manning's right. name did not get dropped as a coincidence no. right there. <laughs> and but like you know, you sort of, like there's that sort of family cachet, and it's like the guy's not hurting for like the family's got money, and it's like. But like now, all these kids coming out because they deserve it right. are getting paid like you know to it, because they're generating interest and revenue, and they deserve it. And so the these things have a little more bite now to them than they used to. And if you're the Cardinals or the Browns or some of these teams like the, you know the Jets, like you get it together, or you're going to miss out. If it's not this year, you're going to miss out on somebody at some point. And that that will hurt you, and I don't know if Sam Darnold would have been good, but the point is he never had a chance. Right, like you you show up on one of these teams and you're David Carr, you don't you don't even have an opportunity. It is over before you before it I starts. I mean, Patrick Mahomes could have easily ended up with the Bears, and who would have known what would happen with them? I I once asked Kobe the like the like if you had been drafted by the Nets, like they hadn't been scared off and all these other things, like would you have still won five titles? And he said, of course, you know, I, I would have figured it out. I would have won five whatever i don't know but i would have figured out and maybe that's true of kobe bryant maybe it's not probably not right context matter it matters where you end up do you think something like this caleb williams again if this does happen if he chooses to go back to school if he you know plays hardball with these teams that are going to be the the worst teams in the league to draft him do you think the nfl could overhaul their draft process do you think that anything will change in the way in which you draft things because again Carl Williams and Caleb Williams are just both talking about uncertainty, unfairness, that the worst team in the league gets, you get put into that situation. So is there some sort of draft lottery thing that the NFL could implement? I don't know if a lottery fixes that problem because the bad teams will be in the lottery more often, right? That maybe you catch lightning in a bottle like the Spurs did where they wound up in the Right, or the, Ram, the Rams be in the lottery this year, probably. P- probably. You're going to have some teams that know what they're doing that strategically decide, you know what? Our window's not open anymore. Let's get ready to reopen it and kind of drop into that tier of teams. But those clown shows are always going to be in there. And I think the, the the leverage, instead of reshaping the draft, is in these guys have money. The th- thing about just just go back. It's when, unless you came from a family like the Mannings, right? We, and there are just not a lot of those families that say, we don't have to do this for the financial health of our extended family. We can wait. That they you had to go because the the answer unless you're Bo Jackson or John Elway go play baseball mm-hmm. you you need to have a viable threat as to why you're not going to come and Caleb Williams has the ultimate threat right. I've got enough money to live if not for the rest of my life for a super long time without your millions but this could become more common you. as we go on I think it's inevitable I, absolutely and and it, and it's not going to work every time and sometimes teams will 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 not take the they won't they'll they'll call the bluff that's what i'm trying to think of here and and it'll work and they'll get the guy and they'll come into camp and we'll see what happens but sometimes it won't work and you're going to get particularly with quarterbacks it's hard to lottery at the nfl because there's too few games and Mm -hmm. it's just but particularly with the quarterback you know these guys are have are going to find the ability to just tweak the system a little bit maybe it's just a matter of draft me and trade me maybe it's like this is where i want to go these are here are 10 here are 10 places you want to dra- if you really want to draft me do it with the understanding you can trade me to one of these places and i just think you're going to see a lot more of that they have leverage for for the first time in a long time they have real economic leverage that did not exist before mm-hmm. then and it's not just hey i'll go do something else i don't have to do anything and particularly else. with football yes it is so important to give these athletes the opportunity to do that because 
you know, what's what's the length of the average career? It's like three years. And, yeah. You know, catastrophic injury, all this stuff. These guys need the opportunity to be able to do this and guide their careers as early as possible. Somebody's going to do it. Williams is in a better spot to do it than anybody in a very long time. The Lakers made a signing. How excited should I get? Brian's going to tell me next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Rice. Emily, am I going to like this uh, egg call or am I going to be bummed out? We're going to have to find out. We're talking about the correct – if you could only have eggs one way. Mm -hmm. One of the wonderful things about eggs is you can have them a million different ways, right? You can have them scrambled. You can have them over easy, over medium. Basted. Poached. Fried. uh, Scrambled. Sunny side Hard-boiled. Basted. There's there's hard-boiled eggs. Not great. I have. There are three things in the world that I just will not eat. Hard-boiled eggs. One. Do you guys not like deviled eggs? No, that's just a disguised hard-boiled I egg. I don't mind a deviled egg, but it's not something I okay, go out of my way to find. What about in ramen? No. 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 Well, you guys are missing out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's a texture thing. It's well, super rubbery. You know, what I, <laughs> Especially I, I, the I, white. I will take the egg part, and if it's still loose enough, I'll the yolk can go around. But the, the actual egg part, I don't like that. Huevo well, rancheros. That's another that's one. That's good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. I yeah. like what that. What about egg salad? No. Yeah. Oh. Because you're just tasting the mayonnaise and the relish egg and the celery salad at that is point. an abomination. What are the other two things you won't eat? Olives, artichoke hearts, and hard-boiled eggs. I like our olives and artichoke hearts. Well, what, well more don't for you. More for, like, me. more for me. You don't like, I know you didn't like your olives. Your chair is sitting there going, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> olives are very healthy. They're a little fatty, but they're the good fats, Andy. Right? I know all about the good fats. <laughs> See what Chris made me do? Yeah. Yeah, it's all Chris's fault. He is here a lot. <laughs> He's here. It's the natural place to go. I did two shows with him last week. Right. And, and, and most people like don't we get they don't pay attention. Brian, let's take a phone call in Downey and speak with Jason. What's up, Jason? So, Trev, I'm half with you on this egg take. Okay. When it comes to stuff like bacon and eggs, carne con chile with eggs, oh, yeah. with eggs. <laughs> Sunny side up is where it's at, my friend. Nah, However, man. when it comes to a breakfast burrito, it's got to be scrambled, bro. For hey. one reason, one reason only. We're using our hands. I'm not using the fork and nothing worse than a messy burrito. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. I, I can appreciate the sentiment. I feel like these burritos are wrapped improperly, that you're not able to properly contain <laughs> no, the yolk. No, but okay, it's... no, that's not the point. The yolk <laughs> right. is going to run either way. No, it's not. Yes, not it, in a burrito. Okay, you bite into Hold it, on a and second. then the... The yolk runs. No. 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 How, do you How many egg yolks are you putting in there? There's, also, dozen? there's also a dis- there's a distribution problem here, too, because you have to, to get the yolk throughout. You need like 13 yolks. That's what I'm saying. There's one, maybe two total. But, that's, but then, the, you, then you don't have a good egg distribution you, throughout just, the entire burrito. No, you have two yolks to one white. You fry them correctly, sunny side up. You put them in there, and you wrap it up. 
And when you take a bite, it's not Mount Vesuvius that erupts in your face. That's never in the history of a burrito okay, happened. I'm literally eating a breakfast sandwich I made this morning and right. breaks. And it's not a burrito. It's a breakfast sandwich. Right. And I have a fried egg, but it's, the yolk is still runny. I bite into it. And so, and I made this three hours ago. I think we need to ago. teach you table manners. I think this is what we're landing on no, if it's I, going everywhere. Yeah, fried I, egg I is over bit, easy, right? I just yes. bit into my sandwich and the yolk comes out. Right. But in fairness, the sandwich definitionally is open, open. on the sides. It's, yes, it's not <laughs> the a burrito is designed is in, to stick up for Travis here. The, the burrito <laughs> is designed to contain that. But my problem is not to go somewhere. It's gonna hope to the tortilla at the bottom. <laughs> but it's the problem like is your yolk to burrito ratio here. Like you have to either put in Two too to many one. eggs to get this right. Or are gross. If you do it right with a scrambled egg, you get a good egg distribution throughout. <laughs> And then you're good. Yeah. You're golden. And then like, no. or you do scrambled eggs. Where are you guys on yeah. potatoes in your? Like, oh yeah, must yeah. Oh, chorizo con papas. Oh, oh. Yeah. must have. But it has must to have. be. It has to be. I don't know. I I don't like the mushy potatoes. No, they it got a little, little crunch, little crisp. Yeah, little cr- and the shredded are better than yeah. the cubed. In a burrito. Yes. A yeah. Cubed with uh, with chorizo. That's good too. Yeah. It's it's just there there are rankings. Some and then people the patty is some last. people the patty is but last. But the cubed has more potential to be mushy than a shredded. Nah, none of you fry it right. You right. can do like I the understand. hush puppy style. You can the little, fry it right, but there's more. Anyway, Emily's on mushy, mushy. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. All I just, I, I just don't understand from You're like right. from like a debate team strategy here why you went with your sandwich yeah. as the example of burritos being problematic with a runny egg. They both contain runny eggs, and you bite into them. But okay, sure. The, the sandwich is <laughs> well, open. Hey, hey, if I Travis, just put it, Travis, if I just put the egg in my hand and right, ate it that what, way, it would, right. it Travis, would run all over I too. Don't finish my burrito. What if I I close it up? You what know, I ate half of it. For? And but then I'm sorry. You know, did you just ask Travis? <laughs> what if I don't finish my burrito? That's true. It's yeah, the wrong person to ask. I don't flawed, accept flawed. the premise of your question. <laughs> the premise okay, sure. but then I close up my foil. Okay. But then my foil. I don't know. It's not always something's leak out, and then you, and then your burrito leaks. One of two things is happening, Em. No. You're either over yoking or not wrapping well, properly. I never put sunny side eggs in my burrito then anyway. They're always scrambled. How would you I'm just know? picturing my mind what they be like. <laughs> well, see now you're talking. So now about you're being limited by fear. I, I've had both, and one is, in my estimation, far superior to the other. And because it doesn't go anywhere. It's fine. I've never had a yolk <laughs> I mean, tsunami in, hit my shirt. And in fairness, <laughs> chair don't lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Christian Wood. What do I need to know about that guy other than he was on the street on the middle of uh, early September and they no, got No, I mean he wasn't minimum. I mean he was he was on the street because he wanted to be paid more. Yeah, but he didn't get paid more. Right. No, he didn't. He um, was available for the league minimum to whoever wanted him. Christian Wood is a is easily the most talented player the Lakers could sign with that with that minimum deal okay. that they have to give away. Um, the reason he was available is because he believes, and if you look statistically, there aren't a lot of guys who average you know, 16 and 17 points a game, seven or eight rebounds, a block shot a game, shoot 40% from three-point range his career. I think last last three or four years, he's been between, I think, 38 and 40 pretty much every year. So like, And he's close to seven feet tall. Like That person usually gets paid significantly more than a league minimum. The reason he didn't is because he's a god-awful defender. Um, and there are people around who believe that, you know, he thinks he's a little better than he is and uh, deserves a bigger role than he typically will get and isn't always accepting of that stuff. So from like a culture standpoint, may not be your guy. The idea here is he's played in Detroit. Okay. He's played two years in Houston. Okay, that's not exactly been a culture-building spot over the last half decade. This will be his eighth team. Eighth or ninth, yeah. Is, did I count wrong? But I know, but like you don't. Three, I'm not four, dinging him for playing eight, eight. games this, with the New Lakers. Orleans. Will make eight, right? He played eight games with New Orleans in like three years ago. It's like you know when you're still bouncing around the league, try to establish yourself. It's really the last. It's the. It's Detroit. Can I ask another question? Houston and, and and Dallas was a tire fire last year. He's so, been on a team for more than one season. Once, yes, 
<laughs> that that is. I'm not one. saying there are no red yeah. flags here. <laughs> that that to me is one of those. Things. And again, he can shoot the three. We know how important that is. He's a big body. Whether he's a good defender or not, obviously he's tall. That he'll be in the way to a certain <laughs> point. But is this not just as much as you might think? Right. But, right. But yeah. Is this Anthony Davis? We need you to sit down for. You know, an extra six minutes a game. There are two ways, right? There are two to ways to look at this. If you're the Lakers, it's like we need we need to lighten the load on Anthony Davis, and there are a couple ways to do this. Like if you if you have a if you're Anthony Davis is going to miss, you got to pencil in twenty games that he's not going to play. In those games, do you want the workload for LeBron to go through the roof? No, you don't really. Christian Wood provides them. He is a legitimate twenty point a night guy, particularly when Anthony Davis doesn't play. He can support the offense. He's very versatile. He can play. He fits with most everybody on the roster. Mm-hmm. And then in the games where Davis does play, you've signed a big that you can play with him. Whereas somebody like Bismack Biombo, who is a a really good rim protector, he's got virtually no other skills. Yeah, but you know you can count on him to do one thing at an elite level, but. Playing with Anthony Davis is more problematic. You know, offensively it becomes very clunky, and in the games Davis doesn't play, you don't want 27 minutes of Bismack Biombo. The the other thing that I do like about this is there does not seem to be the obvious. Hey, if it goes like this, uh oh. If it even if it go even if the worst possible outcome is the outcome, it, you're not in for a ton of money. No. You're not tied up for a long time. It's not somebody that you're relying on to play. You know, 24, 25, 28. He minutes might. A he night. could be a you know, 20, 20. Ideally, I think you could put find a way for him to play enough defense that he plays twenty something minutes a night. Um, but if he plays fifteen, it's okay as long as he doesn't freak out about it. If he freaks out about it, you can cut him. The problem becomes the opportunity cost. Like, who else could you have brought in mm. the, the the backup to Anthony Davis? And I think he's. I don't think you can start Wood. Um, Andy's been really strong on this point on the podcast, which you can hear five days a week, and also find it on YouTube. I've heard there's a YouTube component. Four and a half hours on this show before I plug the <laughs> podcast. So I think that was pretty impressive, and I deserve a lot of credit for it. Um, it was a great deal of restraint. Yes, indeed. But Andy's made the point, and he's, I think he's right. Like, you don't want LeBron. If you start Wood, AD plays the four, LeBron plays the three. Mm-hmm. And now you're asking LeBron at age 58 to run around with small forwards and all that kind of stuff. It's just a bad idea. So Wood probably is a backup. They'll all play together sometimes. We want to minimize that burden on LeBron. But the backup to Anthony Davis, the guy who is going to be playing a lot of minutes when Davis in games, that is a real, this is not the average we just filled the 14th roster spot. This is a much more consequential signing. And so who they choose matters. So if it goes wrong with Wood, well, they didn't get the other guy. I, I have a lot more questions about this because I think that the Lakers are doing something that's really interesting to me with their roster and what they're going to ask who to do what the roster. and when. That what is being asked in November, December, and January, I don't think is going to be asked this similarly in March, April, and beyond. Well, well that's coming up after Factor Cap, but we got to call our guy JC Inventura right now. JC, what's going on? That looks good. <laughs> Hey guys, I heard you guys talking about the burrito situation. Made me laugh. I was taught as a kid that when you bite into a burrito, because most burritos are are wet and juicy, that you need to suck and bite at the same time so you don't have the leakage that you guys are talking about. Well, okay. you squeeze the bottom. You squeeze the bottom of the burrito. You squeeze the bottom of the burrito. Take a bite and suck the juice out at the same time, and you won't have blowouts at the bottom of the burrito bottom of the reel or the sides if you I, do it that way. I, it's, a, it's an interesting tactic, but here's the thing. Sometimes that burrito's hot. If you're trying to inhale oh, all the, the liquid in the liquids in yeah, there, that no, seems like dangerous. a very dangerous plan. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's hot, <laughs> but if you, grow, if you grew up with hot stuff, that's the best part of it. That's why you're buying the burrito. No, no, not hot like spicy. I'm talking hot like, like temperature. Right, yeah. it's gonna burn. The just skin came in off your mouth. the grill, and you're you're asking me it's to like suck this, up hot liquid, like the pizza bite <laughs> right. you take. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a family where my dad said, "Suck it up and eat, or you don't get to eat." <laughs> <laughs> that. Can I? You know, a side note. You need to suck and bite at the same time. Brian, please. Is one of the great context-free sentences <laughs> I've ever heard. That's how you eat a burrito. Like, who got the $500 at Christmas, JC? 
So the Christmas time was five hundred dollars. The year before was my niece, and then last year it was my nephew. He got five hundred bucks. He he pulled it like he was the first, uh, the third person to pick. Nice, and he pulled the five hundred. Thanks for the call, JC. Appreciate it. So JC has what did what did we say? Eleven nieces and nephews. A lot of nieces. And nephews. It's more than one handful. He's got <laughs> two handfuls of nieces and nephews, and every year he gets them all together for Christmas and gives them. They're all blank envelopes, but one has five hundred in it, and the other have far fewer hundreds or if tens. Five, the eyes are just 20s. filled with hot burrito liquid. <laughs> Every year. Oh, I, I'm like, that's the greatest. That's awesome. Tell me he's not the most favorite uncle you've ever oh, had. Oh, that's awesome. Just the, you got a one in 10 chance <laughs> of 500 bucks. And every, there's one in every year. Somebody's getting it. Oh, cool uncle. If I were the other nine, once you get one, I just want to draw. But if we get to like five and I haven't got it, we need to, we need to do it a collective. My niece is currently going, <laughs> Uncle Brian, this is great because I got one got local. One. I got one yeah, local. You need, to, you need to change that. Yeah. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, uh, yeah, Hi, our last segment was great. You know, I love hearing oh, from yeah. JC all the time. He's always fantastic. I wish I was one of his nieces. Yeah, bet. Would well, be he can still send us a hundred bucks. Hey, we'll <laughs> That's a over. great game. I only have one niece and no nephews, so she would get she much like Andy's daughter. I'm yeah, I mean, I, I do have other nieces and nephews, but they live in New York, and like you can't play that game. Like I all got to be local. Zoom. Yeah, I'll take envelope six, Uncle yeah. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Hook it up. And- All right. So um, this is something I kind of discovered, not discovered over the weekend. It just came to realization to me over the weekend because I haven't ever. Um, so so <laughs> one of my guy friends, I was over at uh, him and his girlfriend's place and, you know, we were watching. Uh, oh, we were, we were watching football or something. And. He was. He had been wearing shoes at the place we were going earlier. But when he came home, he took off his shoes. He was wearing kind of like, uh, like, boat shoes. This, you know, you know, uh, you slip on vans, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, takes off his shoes and he has slip ons. The no show sho- uh, socks? socks on them. And I was like, this gives me the most ick I've ever had before. Do you guys understand what the term like gives you the ick? Sure. All right, uh, Brian, do you understand? So it's like, okay, you're like. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, this is I, Brian that, trying to figure out not to touch the door handle. Right, exactly. It's like so something gives you the ick. You're like, ooh, that turns you the off. Willies. Yeah, it just like, turns you off. So like seeing men in no okay. show socks gives me the ick. So there is something in that gives, no show socks. Uh, yeah, no show socks. Okay. Right. Okay. Because it looks like men are like wearing little ballet flats around the house. It's, like, it's, 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 men can it's, be ballerinas, which is fine. Uh, but just men who the are ballerinas socks. Are the shoes are problem? Like if I'm wearing no show socks. No, if your Inside shoes are on, my shoes. that's fine, because okay. I don't see them, because they're no-show. <laughs> Once I see the no-show socks, then that's the problem. It's so the I, visual of them. So yes. we're hanging out. I have to take my, If I take my shoes off at yeah. the door like a polite person, yes. I also need to take my socks off? Yes. You've got I'm, a lot of rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is something that gives you the ick. Travis Fettercat. Not so much. Like, there, there isn't... Like, I, there are things that kind of I'd really Is rather Is it when someone not. can't eat a burrito? <laughs> well, that look, if it's exploding all over the place, that might be giving me the X, but no, I like bad are, table manners. You no, like I can muscle through a couple of things here and there. I don't have anything specific that makes me go, ugh, but no, I, I think that I don't have a ton of X in my life. DK? 
I, I don't. I'm, I'm with Travis on this one. Um, Andy has thousands of them. <laughs> For instance, <laughs> ketchup. Oh, yep, yep. mold. Mold's yep. pretty gross. Mold but is gross. Don't like, look at it. Clean it like, up. Just the idea. Like <laughs> my favorite thing to do. Andy. Andy will call me and be like, you know, I, this. This he does this less now because he's you know got like a wife and stuff. You can ask her these questions, but like he'll be like, "This has been in like it's been three days. I ordered this like three days ago. Do you think it's still okay?" And I would always say, "Like food, yeah, food." Like he, he's got really weird about like food if it's been left out. If it's been my answer would always be like, "I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it's probably okay." I, I, it's probably he should, call, he should call me because the answer is always throw it out. Right. Another but, thing that gives me the ick is uh, when I someone's watching. Um, you know, Jeopardy or something, and they're constantly answering the question. That gets that's me the just ick. a jerk. No, <laughs> no, it's not being a jerk. It's just, it just, it's like okay, I'm not. It just gives me the ick. I'm still confused. Is, are the socks dirty when they tell you? No, because they're just. She okay. doesn't like men it's in the no-show visual. socks. It's the visual, and there's like that just doesn't look right. It just doesn't. Compute. Okay, you know, here's mine. Adult twins. The older you get. <laughs> The creepier twins become. Only if they're in the same space as each other? Yeah, well, yeah, if they're separate, I don't know. (laughs) But what if you knew that I had a twin brother? No, but if you're not together, that wouldn't bother you. But like, and and you're. And when you're little, like do they have to be dressed the same? <laughs> it only makes it worse. Like six year olds, it's, it's it's adorable. Look, they're they're twins. They look alike. Whatever. Ninety year olds, 85, 72 year old. Like if you had a a seventy two year old brother that looked, you know, it was exactly. I have cousins, I don't like that. Hayden and Justin, that are twenty three or four, yep. that are twins. Nope, they have the different haircuts, but other than that, they're indistinguishable. Work. It's from not one working another. for me. And I, the older you get. The creepier it becomes. <laughs> is, tw- is early 20s too creepy for it's you? It's not good. <laughs> Jorge? Okay, so if we're all having dinner, like let's say we're downstairs having dinner, and you finish your food or you finish your food, and you blow your nose on the table while everybody oh, else is still eating. Oh, no, that's gross. Yeah. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's an egg. That is, yeah. That, that's just, just legitimately disgusting. That's just, that's just bad please. manners. Yeah. Emily's thing is kind of a weird like is it the okay, socks no. that are I think they sweaty or dirty? You guys need to understand more about what the ick is. It's just that the idea of seeing <laughs> a man in no-show socks just like turns you off. Again, the ick doesn't have to have an explanation. BK it just says, is like you're just, that's you weird. Have too many rules. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rules. <laughs> you have a rule against twins. Don't. <laughs> that comes up a lot less than what kind of socks you wear. <laughs> Do you? Uh, I, wait, hold on. Do you own a lot of no-show socks? BK? I am a no-show sock. <laughs> Yeah. This may have been because, personal so here's for the thing you. about. I don't want the I mean, trend today, nowadays. Today, a lot of times people don't wear like real socks. Are very a lot of men don't wear right. um, socks. But like once you start wearing no show socks and get used to. Plus, I got a strong calf game. Oh, do once you, you ask your wife you next st- time how if she likes seeing you in no show socks? We've been married a long time. That is the least of, <laughs> of yeah, the things that don't like Emily, this is one of those things that there are all, no matter the how long li- you've been with your partner, there are little things about the other person right. that kind of get under your skin. G- Her list ick. of grievances but goes well beyond <laughs> you no show socks. when it's time to go, like, do you need me to make you a video on how to stack the dishwasher? <laughs> yeah, I is, will go on that every time. This is the difference between an ick and a red flag. An ick is like something you're like, but like, you're not going to say, you're not going to Tell that person. Well, it, you yesterday know? you were willing to go with the, the date, the guy who stole your shoes. I, know, I didn't say I wouldn't. I was just posing a question. You seem pretty enthusiastic no, about it. I was trying you kept saying, to, but he's perfect in every other way. I was trying other to propose an idea. I think that, <laughs> thought exercise. Okay. I, was, I was talking to a friend yesterday. Says, what if Emily's? What if they stole Emily's shoes and the pizza from under her? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I haven't had pizza on the floor in months, guys. All right, next one. Emily. All right. Anyway, okay. I'm done. I'm quit. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, David Fincher over the weekend uh, premiered his new movie, The Killer, at the uh, Venice Film Festival. And at the Venice Film Festival, one of the things is like people give them like really long standing ovations. And so David Fincher was kind of feeling uncomfortable. He didn't really know what to do. He tried to leave during the middle of the ovation. Like he just like didn't like to have the praise on him. Like when everyone's right around you. So it reminds me of a situation that I think we all experience once a year is when people sing happy birthday to you. You never know how to act. It's always uncomfortable. So getting sung happy birthday is the most uncomfortable thing that happens to you every year. Uh, BK, factor cap. <laughs> cap. And I can't necessarily point to something else. But I'm just pretty sure many other things happen over the course of the year that are more but they uncomfortable. they happen every year? Oh, that's a good point. 
I'm not sure everybody sings to me, but when, I, when people sing to me, it's only like usually my kids. Yeah, but wife, it is like, awkward. <laughs> it, it is awkward when it's in a restaurant or whatever. Oh, we don't because do that. Yeah, what what will happen? Yes. Like sometimes, whatever reason, if you go to a place, you're really, happy, happy birthday, <laughs> right, right. happy, happy birthday, from all of us to you. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Well, I haven't been you. to TGI hey, Fridays yes. for my birthday since I was nine, so it's okay. <laughs> I I think it's on the list, M. But it, I don't know. Are we just talking like embarrassment or physical discomfort? I think. I think physical discomfort. Okay, because physical discomfort, I think this happens to everybody at one point or another. We all live in Los Angeles. We are all in our cars frequently. You will be stuck in a gridlock traffic jam, and now you need to get off the freeway right away. Mm-hmm. And there is nowhere to go. <laughs> and it's As, not its not something a Gatorade bottle solves. It's, it's the thing where they got to turn it, the plane around from Atlanta to Barcelona. It's a problem, and it's going to happen <laughs> right. quickly, and the freeway's not like physical discomfort. That's at the top of the list. Yeah. And yeah. that's good. Everybody's good for that once a year. What do you do? Do you do you sing along? Do you just clap your hands? Do you thank right. people? Like what do you so do? You're just smiling and everyone's videotaping you too, probably a lot of times. So it's just it's it's awkward. It's, it's always very. awkward. Jorge? Yeah, after a certain age, I think you shouldn't nobody should sing happy birthday to you and plus like after 25 i don't even like celebrating my birthday to this point to this day i'm just like ah, it's just another day let's just carry on i'd like to have a little celebration yeah. but it doesn't need to be a big blowout right, right? Yeah. i don't need to be the center of attention but let's I go like out to, to dinner i like all to do together. that day what i want to do yeah like it's the one day i can do what i want to do and that's kind of what i, do. I like i like to like, do this on father's day too i like to sort of just treat myself to something to your to whatever your thing right. a round of golf go see a movie right. go take a nap whatever whatever it might be leave me the bleep alone right for two exactly. hours right? exactly but the birthday get all the people that mean something to you to go do something together yeah get dinner get lunch get, what if my thing golf. was let's say we were married and my thing mm-hmm. on my birthday was i just want to wear my no-show socks around the house without getting hassled <laughs> you think I, you could give Emily's that to me on my birthday i will get you a hotel room and you can wear those around the hotel room the entire time I could just picture you in your hotel room with nothing but no show There's socks. There's a 0% <laughs> chance the next time I work this show, I'm wearing anything but no show socks. I like it. All right. Travis Kelsey <laughs> is fine because his quote, ACL appears to be intact. We buying that? That's coming up <laughs> appears next. Appears to be. Appears to be. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Typically during uh, a break, I'll run and get a little more coffee, some water, maybe hit the ba- the bathroom. So this time I had the water, and on my way back in, Emily was showing me. Were those TikToks, M? About yeah. those socks? They are- New ick unlocked. They, <laughs> they are- odd looking but i don't quite understand why they send you around the bend the way that they do it's just again i don't think anybody looks good in them because i have them myself too i have no no show socks for women because we wear it sometimes for like lo- again you wear loafers if you wear like, you got your heels or on or something you don't yeah, want to like rub it right, show yeah. Uh, but yeah i just think it looks bad on everybody and again i think i need to explain this because people people <laughs> are showing me just normal socks that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about they just cover the toes they just cover the ankles that's the no show sock, sock i'm talking about about, and that's what I can't do. So yeah, because we did, we 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 kind of came to an agreement here. The socks that I was threatening to wear into the studio the next time I work, she wouldn't no be upsetting. Okay, so so Tyler showed me his socks right now. Those are normal socks. They cover your whole top of your foot. If they cover the top of your foot, that's not a no-show sock. Those are low-rise. Those socks. are low-rise socks. Okay, a, a, a no-show sock means you could. Uh, wear ballet flats okay. and not see any sock at all. Yeah, I don't have those. 
N- n- I don't think, I don't know. I Neither do I. Are, is, do you run into this problem frequently? <laughs> uh, I see it on TikTok. No, I, I but saw you it could, on my but friend. That, you're choosing to look at that. You could. No, your FYP shows you what you comes you up. You could set the phone down and choose not to look no. at it. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No. That you are not running into, what are they, no-show socks in the wild frequently, right? Uh, I've, I've run into it at least twice. And both times gave me the ick. <laughs> That seems like a fairly low percentage of the amount of people you see on a daily basis. Hey, on the other know. hand, most of the time when you run into people, they're wearing their shoes. Typically. Typically. Right. Okay. I, I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I feel, okay? All right. So Jason, or excuse me, Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey is fine. He has, uh, after test Tuesday, the Kansas City Chiefs believe all pro tight end Travis Kelsey's ACL is intact. A source told ESPN's Adam Schiff. They believe the ACL is intact. Hmm. Um, okay. That okay, doesn't... but also Jason Kelsey came out on their podcast that he thinks that his brother will play on Thursday. So I don't know. I don't doubt that he'll try to play. I don't doubt that he's probably injured in the sense that it might be painful or it may be you know less than 100%. The, that's football. Whether it happens in week one, week four, week 10, week 14, I don't, you're, you're going to have these sorts of things that happen to you at some point. Or the question is whether or not this is a typical bump and bruise that happens over the course of a football season or whether he has a knee injury that at some point is going to either have to be addressed through a procedure or an extended layoff or whether or not he's just significantly compromised through the course of the season because as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and he is, Mm -hmm. he's extraordinary, the number one weapon on that team is Travis Kelsey. That I know that Tyreek Hill left a couple of years ago and that they were saying, okay, it's going to be different, but most of that stuff was able to keep going because Kelsey was still there. Kelsey draws a ton of attention, which frees up the Jujus of the world, which frees up a Kadarius right. Tonys well, and guys like that. Jujus on the Patriots now. But, yeah. Whoever the new guy will be, Skylar. right? Skylar Moore. Skylar Moore. Any of these guys that are not Kelsey get attention because Skylar, Kelsey's getting the attention. Sky. Sky. Two, two wise. I like to call him Skylar. I, <laughs> I, I just feel like pointing that out because you would find that name stupid. <laughs> Sky is worse than Skyler. It is. Yeah. But you have to understand, like, Andy and I get texts every once in a while from Travis when he's watching (laughs) sports on television (laughs) complaining about an athlete's hair. More, they're more haircut. It's very old guy, man. Stupid haircut. (laughs) There there are, well, there are a lot of them out there. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, frequently, that's our text communication. From that group text, you're wrong. You know, it's usually, yeah, it's not great. And look, part of this is just professional jealousy because I don't have hair of my own that I would like to style in absurd and ridiculous ways. I was getting some flack ways. earlier for making fun of Andy Dalton's red hair. <laughs> yeah, well, look. Beggars can't be the, choosers, It's the glass man. house oh, mentality. Like red, hair. red hair's fine. But back to your point about <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Trevor Lawrence in no-show socks. With red hair, though. <laughs> um, uh, Fine, because I, yeah. I think it'd be fine. Got to bend a little bit. Yes. Um, okay, but back to Travis Kelsey. I think that Patrick Holmes is talented enough and that much of a game changer that it doesn't matter. If Travis Kelsey isn't there, they will still beat teams up. I think that it's going to be, I could catch a pass from Patrick Mahomes and they would go to the Super Bowl. But that's how I feel like how good Patrick there, Mahomes is. He, he, he is. I, I'm and not, Andy Reid. I don't disagree with you on Mahomes. I don't disagree with you on Reid. I think you're right. But there is a point where it is football. It does take 11 guys. It does take, there has to be a second guy that I have to pay attention to because if it's just Mahomes, then it becomes very, right. very They're difficult still really, for everybody they ha- else. They have, they have other players on the field. They're still really good, but what transforms that, there are two things that transform that offense. One is Pat Mahomes, and the other is Travis Kelsey. And so if you take one of them away, it's not that the Chiefs don't score points, it's not that they're still good, Andy Reid's a great coach and he would call the play, but it takes the offense from really special to something slightly less special. And that that makes a huge. There, It'll there still are not a lot. Butts. It might. I don't there, think so. I there really are a lot don't. of players. So. There aren't a lot of players that are that guy. That 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 you take them away and it's something. Very, Cooper Cup was that for the Rams when they're good, 
Well, that, that's what I'm getting at. That I, it has nothing to do. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Full stop. It's it's not even close. He's he's the best. Andy Reid, if he's not the best coach in the league, he's top two, three, or four. He's he's absolutely up there. But you can't keep subtracting pieces mm-hmm. and have it not matter at some point. At some point, this is not basketball. At basketball, if I have Giannis on my team and Emily, you and I are with him. Giannis can still go do a lot of stuff. In football, it doesn't quite work like that. That There are too many other pieces, and I think the Rams are a good example. Cooper Cup may not have the same impact as Travis Kelsey, and Matthew Stafford certainly isn't Patrick Mahomes, but we saw what happens when you start to take guys away. OBJ is gone. Robert Woods is gone. And you bring in guys that are just slightly less talented, whether it's an Allen Robinson, a Ben Skoranek, that you just keep lowering the bar. Eventually, there comes a time where this just doesn't work anymore. And, okay, all this being said, we have no idea if Travis Kelsey will not play tomorrow, will play tomorrow, will not play the rest of the season. So this is all kind of speculative on whether or not he will play. I still think that if – okay, here's the situation. Chiefs lose tomorrow night somehow, some way to the Lions. Friday is going to be complete overreaction on both Always sides. Is. Chiefs are dead. Lions are going to the Super Bowl, whatever. Chiefs Always will be is. fine. That's kind of what I feel like they're going to win their division. They're going to go to the postseason. They'll go to the postseason. I think that's – Win the division. So you're on the Chargers? Maybe. Maybe. The, the, as weird as this sounds, Sean Payton going back into Denver is oddly interesting to me. Did, Russell Wilson? Ru- Russell Wilson, not so much, but I think that he's going to pull the trigger on that dude at some point. The Raiders, not so much. And this is why I think they go to the postseason. And so you Jared can't Sidham? just keep taking pieces off of a team and say everything's going to be fine. It, do- it doesn't work like that. It never has worked like that. That eventually, when you hit that point of, oh, we're okay. We're okay. You're okay without Tyreek Hill. Well, we're okay without um, Travis Kelsey. You're going to hit that point before it's, hey, listen, we got to find somebody that you have to pay attention to. If I can cover everybody one on one. Right. That's the thing. It's like, it's just the, the holes. Like this is this one. If you haven't listened to the play callers, the Jordan Rodriguez podcast um, that is up at the Athletic, Very if you good. have access to it, go listen to it. But one of the things that you li- you really get the feel for is it's the difference of moving a player a foot and a half to the right, and then another one a foot and a half to the left. That is the di- that's all these guys are trying to do on you know defensive coordinators and stuff like that. And if you don't have the guy who forces you to to make your safety or your linebacker or whatever move that foot and a half, all of it Was changes. She talking about Sean McVay in that situation. She's talking about McVay and Shanahan and and McDaniel and all that. Like, I'll all tell that. this story very quickly. Kirk and I went to kind of, for lack of a better word, a chalk talk with Sean McVay right after he got hired. And he was showing some of the different principles of the offense that he wanted to run and what he was going to try to do. And he, almost exactly what you said, Brian, where he showed three different plays where all we're trying to do is get that linebacker to go one step. If I can get him to go one step in the wrong direction before he realizes what it is, I got him. And it was, here's the play where he doesn't go, guy's covered. One step in the wrong direction, guy's open by a body and a half, and all of a sudden, boom, and it's up the rail, and it's a 20-yard gain. That Those are the margins that you're talking about. And if that one step, is Kelsey over here or is he not? Well, nope, okay, I got to go over here. That's the difference between a successful play and an unsuccessful one. Yeah, it's just the margins are really, really thin. And so in, in the difference between really, really special and still pretty special but just not that can be the difference between you know afc championship game and the super bowl i'm also going to say Giannis hyperextended his knee the year that they won the nba championship just gonna say no one was hitting Giannis when he was running down the floor just gonna say he still has to bounce <laughs> off of that knee just gonna yeah, say no it's not quite the same the 10th annual socal hyundai espn la golf classic presented by coors light in hollywood park casino this friday friday at black gold golf club in yorba linda special thanks to our partners Unicor, golf simulators, and launch monitors that are the closest thing to the real thing. The Chargers, do you trust them? Emily doesn't. Maybe I do. We'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.